The information contained in this podcast is of a general nature and is not intended to be, nor should it be, considered as professional advice. You should not act on the basis of anything contained in this podcast without first obtaining specific professional advice. Hey, this is Wish Someone Told Me, and this is also the last time that I'm going to be chatting to a small business owner about the ups and downs of the job. I've saved the best for last, though. I'm about to introduce you to the Queen Bee of Small Business. Brooke Arnott decided she was pretty great at bookkeeping but wanted to do more. So she now runs the Small Business Lounge. It offers up all sorts of services to small business owners who need a bit of a hand. Plus, one of our hardest working team members is Monica Baczynski. She knows pretty much everything there is to know about social media marketing. If you're looking for absolutely everything you need to know in one bundle, this is it. You're listening to Wish Someone Told Me with Nat Locke. Running a small business can be a lot of hard work. So Bankwest has pulled together some tools to help you succeed. To download templates for your business plan, marketing plan and cash flow forecasting and use online calculators to suss out your cash flow and loan repayments, just jump online to bankwest.com.au forward slash connect. This is Wish Someone Told Me with Nat Locke. We're joined by Brooke Arnott, who is the owner, head honcho, uh, queen of the Small Business Lounge. Brooke, welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Nat. And Monica Bajinski, who is the social media director, manager? Manager. Oh, titles director. it. Her titles. <laughs> social media guru. <laughs> guru is a good yeah. word, isn't it? Because it is a, a big thing at the moment. Yeah. Um, all right. So the Small Business Lounge. Yes. Now, I've been there. It's what an amazing facility. What Thank an amazing you. resource. How did you get into it? How did you? So, literally, you started a business that helps other small businesses. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, I had a bookkeeping and consulting business that I had for 10 years prior to the Small Business Lounge. And a lot of my clients were asking me where they could get social media, website, yeah. um, networking opportunities. And basically, I thought, I need to create a space where yeah. businesses can come and get everything they need in one place. Yeah. Because that's the thing I think a lot of businesses when they first start out they're caught up in what they actually do so Mm. the product they produce or the service they provide but there's so much backroom stuff that has to happen in order for a business to keep running and that's where you guys come in right exactly so you know they're very good at what they do in terms of their business but they might actually not know how to actually run their business or Mm. um you know just stay on top of their compliance or marketing or whatever they need to actually run their business and uh, monica is one of the people that work for you yes that's right so we've got a good team at the small business lounge which is a bit of a mix of a marketing team finance team um admin team as well so we've got a good mix there So, Monica, what was your background? Where did you come from? So, I actually studied marketing at uni um, and I came over from Canada on exchange. So, it was really interesting getting back into marketing after probably being away and out of that main program for about two years, how much things have changed and especially moved towards the digital world. And that's really... The the change is fast paced, isn't it? It's it's what I studied at uni, like going into... It's no longer relevant. Like I still remember (laughs) learning about print and bleed and all this stuff. And now I'm like, I would never recommend for anybody to turn to print anymore. You've got such powerful tools that you can do right from your computer to reach your audience. Yeah. It's an interesting, quick-paced world now. Because it used to be that you, a small business owner, would have to either, you know, pay to get an ad in the paper or something like that. And now they can do it all themselves with social media, can't they? What a difference. Yeah. 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 And so have we snatched you from Canada? Are you ours now for good? (laughs) I think after these Perth summers, I'm going to have a really hard time. (laughs) 
I'm cold today and it's 15 degrees. <laughs> I've been yeah, no, there's no way you can go back. You're yeah, no, she's, yeah. yeah, she's here forever. She's here We've forever. Yeah. Yeah. So you would see a lot of small businesses come through the door mm-hmm. and, and come to you guys for help. What are their patterns? What do you think that most small businesses need to focus on um, or that they haven't thought about before they walk through your door? Look, there's a couple of things. Um, I think actually engaging with a bookkeeper early on in your business is really yeah. important to stay on top of your obviously compliance with the ATO Um, and also cash flow is really huge for us right now. We're really helping our clients actually look forward in their business, not behind and plan for for those financial burdens that may come across um, their business that they might not be ready for or prepared for or even thought about. And I guess there must be some businesses that get to a certain point and then just feel like they stagnate, like that growth isn't happening where they thought that their business plan said it was going to happen. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So how do you... How do you push people over that hurdle? Generally, it's just looking at their pain points in their mm. business, like finding out what their pain points are, finding out what success means to them as well and just looking yeah. at that and just having a good overview of the business and looking at where we can either put a strategy in place, whether it is social media or marketing yeah. or do they need to cut back on what they're spending, do they need to increase what they're charging. So yeah, we just right. look at and analyse the business. Yeah, there's a lot of factors, aren't there? Because there as is. you say, you, know, you might have the best product in the world, but if you're not charging enough for it. That's right. And that's yeah. why with the Small Business Lounge, because we are there as a team support system for businesses, you yeah. know, we can look at their marketing, we can look at their financials, everything, you know, networking, whatever they need in their business. Mm. Um, we can – it's a holistic approach. Yeah. You know, why did you um, – why did you think a small business was the right thing for you rather than – clearly you've got um, skills and talents that would work in big business as well. Yes. Why did you want to have a small business? Look – for us, small business, I think, is the backbone, you know, of our mm. economy too. Like there's a lot of people out there running small to medium-sized businesses. Now, our clients are from sole traders up to global companies. We, yeah, right. Even though we are the small business lounge, we still work with clients that are, you know, turning over yeah. 10 $15 million because they might not necessarily like to or need to have a CFO or a bookkeeper or a marketing person employed, but they do, they do need those services. So we go in as that holistic approach to them as well. So, but yeah, small business I think um, is a big passion of mine. I love yeah. it and I love supporting small business owners. Even even though your business is now supporting small businesses, have you found that you've made mistakes along the way with this business yourself? Oh, you know, definitely. We've been open 18 months. Well, let's call them challenges. Challenges, definitely <laughs> challenges. Um, you know, we've been open 18 months and Monica sort of came on board quite early on. Yeah. And, you know, there was many times we'd go, oh, let's do this or let's do that in the business. And, you know, we'd put out a workshop and no one would book in. We're yeah, like, oh, right. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's not popular. Uh, let's move on to the next idea. So, you know, it's been definitely up and down. The first, mm. you know, 12 months um, in my business, I was a bit nervous because I'd gone from like a home-based business yes. to taking on a lease. To, and have, yeah, having a shop staff. front and over. I mean, I had yeah. a couple of staff before, but, now, you know, now I've got only 10 staff and it's yeah. like, okay, well, gee, this is like, you know, on my shoulders and it's yep. just me taking this on. But I think my attitude and my mindset and I had a plan. Yes. You know, and I've still got a plan and I'm still checking into my plan continuously and I know where I want to be. Yeah. So I help my clients or the clients at the Small Business Lounge also with their mindset and yeah. how, where they want to be in their and business. how have you gone managing your staff? Because it's not always an easy thing no. to do. I call my staff, they're, they're, they're the scaffolding for us to keep yeah. the business going. You know, they are so important to me and I think everyone has to nurture their staff. Mm. has to be a really good relationship with your staff. I'm quite flexible with my staff as well. I think that it's important that 
they want to come to work. Yeah. They want to work at the Small Business Lounge and I think we have a really good relationship. I think Monica can vouch for that, can yeah. you? It's, so it's always been... It's probably one of the first jobs that I haven't sat there and like checked out, Just thought about something else. Friday, hurry up. And yeah. <laughs> it's really like every Monday, I don't think I've ever been, oh, work tomorrow. Because it's, it's because it's so new and it's so fresh. And you yep. get, when you're working with people like that all the time and they've yeah. got all these ideas, you just are constantly happy being at work. Yes. And then we've got an amazing team. And a great yeah. office dog. Yeah. And a great uh, well, office this dog. Is the thing I was going to get to is that is that your dog, Chili, the most adorable Border Collie, and I say that as a Border Collie owner, he's like e- equally the best looking Border Collie he's I've ever met. He's very good looking, isn't he? Um, <laughs> so that, I mean, that is part of the joy, isn't it? Oh, having, having Being able to bring your dog to work if you want to. And he's a friendly little chap. He is. And mm. I think also um, even the, the space where we've designed the space, yes. it's not your normal office. You know, yes. it's like a New York apartment. And that's where I got the idea Yeah, from, you certainly don't walk in. Normally you expect to walk in and there'll be a desk and somebody yeah. sitting behind it saying, how can we help you? But it's not like that at no, all. No, it's very yeah. open. Um, yeah. And, you know, and Chili is normally the one that greets people when, when they walk <laughs> in the door. He hangs out in the window. He it's does. Super cute. Yeah. So if you're in Oxford Street, come past and yeah. have a look. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he is, yeah, he he's beautiful. And I think he's really calming in the office too for the staff. Mm. They, he walks up and gets a pat from everybody yeah. and then just lays down and has his sleep and, um yeah, like I'm excited every day to come to work. Yeah, yeah. And I think that kind of rubs off on the staff as well. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, when it comes to tax time, a lot mm. of small businesses start to, you know, we see, you know, end of financial year sales and you've got to spend money before the end of the year. And everybody, I think there's a lot of sort of cloudiness about that time mm. of year for, for small businesses. Do you have any like tax tips that, that small businesses should <laughs> focus on at this time of year? Yeah. So um, at the Small Business Lounge, we always recommend that our clients go and see their tax accountant yep. March, April. Yeah, before right. the end of financial year to plan. So finish the March quarter off, Yeah, make sure everything's reconciled in your accounting software and then go and make an appointment with your tax accountant just yeah. to look at your tax position and see if there's anything that you need to do before, before the end of the financial end. Yeah, year. Yeah, right. Um, and if you don't hear from your accountant, just ring them up and make an appointment to go and see them because yeah. it's better off if you plan rather than come, you know, June 30 and then it's a surprise, you know, you might have a large <laughs> tax bill that you weren't aware of and then yeah. how are you going to plan for that? So, yeah, make sure you go and see your accountant Accountant. Also, just getting prepared for um, payment summaries for your staff yeah. as well, making sure that you get them out on time is really important as well. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously, cash flow is another big one, huge, huge <laughs> issue, I think, across small business altogether, um, and making sure that you um, are planning for that as well. Yeah, so how, how can you plan for, you know, because I, I guess. Not every business has um, a sustained mm. amount of sales or, or income over even over a week. You know, yes. they, they might have a day that's more popular and parts of the month and unexpected downturns because the weather changes or whatever. Yeah. How do you, um, I guess, guard yourself against that as a small business? Look, I think, you know, just looking at how you can um, obviously increase, you know, um, your cash flow in terms of maybe going into direct debit with clients yeah, as sure. well is really important as well. And just managing that. We do a lot of scenario planning too. So, we, you know, if you know your peak periods or, you know, when yeah. you're going to be quiet, if you've got a cash flow forecast done, if you've got a budget 
done, yeah. you know when you're going to drop down. So then you plan, you know, you may need to reduce your staffing levels all the, at sure. that time or just making sure that you may not be buying any big purchases or anything in that time when it's sort of going quiet as It well. all makes sense when you say it out loud. I but know. as somebody who used to have a small business. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I even know myself. And that, and that is why there yeah. is real benefit in, in having services like yours mm. because... We've got a great financial team and we do um, CFO type services yeah. as well for clients yeah. and um, a lot of our clients who are great referrers back to us yes. as well have said having that forward planning scenario, you know, what does yeah. it look like if I want to put on another staff yeah. member? You know, can I can the business afford yeah. it? How do I need to increase my revenue to make sure I can pay for that? You know, and a big thing is making sure in your accounting software that you've got your chart of accounts set up correctly yeah, right. to give you that information. And, you know, we do a lot of that, that sort of reviewing for clients to make sure that when they're doing their reporting or we're giving them the reporting that mm. they're getting the right information. So because a lot of people look at a profit and loss yeah. report and they go, oh, great, I've made profit. This is fantastic. Yeah. But they don't actually understand what the profit and loss report means compared to like a cash flow report. Yes. Because their profit and loss doesn't take into you know consideration any the loans they may have paid or any payments to the ATO or anything like that. So they're confused. So yeah. that's where we educate and help them understand yeah. that. Awesome. So, and, I, and I guess marketing is, a, is another big part of what you do. So, yes. you know, you provide, I know you provide website design, mm -hmm. you know, which is a part of, you know, your products yes. and your business's marketing and also social media, which is where Monica comes in. Yes. So what sort of stuff do you do on a day-to-day -day basis, Monica? So I've got a portfolio of clients. Um, each one's a little bit different. So I usually on my Monday would make sure I'm scheduling all of the content in advance. So you actually also do the content. You don't just yeah. teach people how to do it. You so also will provide we, content. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. do complete full management. Um, yeah, right. So that's from designing graphics. Because um, not really... everybody's good at it. No, I, no. you know what? <laughs> I always say, yeah, that's it right. Takes, it takes me now two seconds to whip up a graphic, and yes. you know, if you're not experienced in doing that and you don't know how it works, like I'm constantly looking at trends, I'm constantly looking at yes. tags and reading articles and everything about um, what's happening in the digital space. And then something that I think, you know, we get accountants that charge out 150 to 450 per hour, but they're sitting there building their own websites or yes. doing their yes. own social media. Exactly. And it's like yeah. you know, you could be setting out time with clients. Mm. Why not hand it over and not have to stress? Yes. Um, so I'll do that. Um, and then we also do a lot of detailed analytics. So with any type of social media strategy, I mean, it all looks good on paper, but yes. you put it you all go, out. Oh, I've got this many followers. Yeah, you, know, but you put it out. It's and how really many are actually engaging How many are engaging, and... what's happening, what's working, what's not working. Yeah. So also looking at the metrics behind it and seeing what's actually um what's coming back to generating website clicks or are we guiding them through something or does the strategy is it in line with what they want for their business? I mean, yes. some people want, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram and they don't, it doesn't matter to them what, yeah. what it's doing. <laughs> they just want to have that presence. Yes, yes. yes. Um, whereas other people are like, they need more, they're really They want those people to be customers, to become customers. And they've got yeah. an optimized website. And from there, you know, we can design targeted ad campaigns yeah. that I can, if they want a thousand people to their website, I can do that for them. So you must see businesses get a tangible result from what you do. So you would, like if they, you know, are selling a product on and Instagram is the, the main way that they're doing that, if they do it well, they can see a tangible result, can't yeah, they? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. At the end of each month, they'll always give um, detailed reporting yeah. as to what, what was happening during the month, what was most successful. And it's so different for every single business. Like, um, surprisingly enough, I'll put a quote up on our 
page and I'm yeah. I'm not big on quotes personally. Yeah, right. So getting out of that mind frame of like what, it's not what, you what does like, my audience yeah. like yeah. to see? And then it's really different with every single account. Mm. So you really have to monitor and see like what is the audience responding to? What do they want to see? Do they want to be motivated from this account? Why are they following this account? Yes. Um, and just altering your strategy to make sure that you're kind of constantly keeping engaged and keeping that ideal customer still yeah. feeling like they know you and they can relate to you and like you're on the same page with them. Do you have a feeling about whether Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or another platform is the best? Do you, do you have one that you prefer um, or do you think a combination? I'd say a combination um, and it depends on your industry and it depends on what results you're looking yeah. for. So. I mean, it's really case by case. So when a client comes on, we usually sit down and I would do an entire proposal. So with yeah. that, I'll do an actual strategy built into the proposal of what I think we should do Yeah. based on what they've come to us saying, you know, they want to achieve this or achieve that. And then I'll actually do research and probably spend at least an hour preparing even before I even give them a quote saying, look, this is what I think we should do. Yeah. This is what's going to happen in month one, month two, month three. And this is why we're going to do it this way. So... Nine times out of ten, everyone looks at this and says, oh, wow, this, this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess having that structure and, yeah. and that's part of the plan. It's part mm. of the planning, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Because if we've got clients that come in and they're doing business to business, yeah. well, we would look at more of a LinkedIn strategy. So then we've got clients that like, you know, maybe like a um, cafe or a yeah. hairdressing salon, then maybe like Instagram might be better for yeah. them. or Something that's more visual. That's yes. right. And yeah. then Facebook as well. So it's yeah. just really just assessing the client. Yeah. Um, we do individual proposals for them. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because we want to tailor it to their business. So whether it, it might be that they want some social media bookkeeping, CFO, and then we'll just do a proposal so they know up front what it's going to cost them. And what sort of businesses have you worked with? Like are they retail businesses? Are they online? Are they, you know, medical practices? We work with nearly every single industry <laughs> you can think of. So yeah, right. from cafes to retail stores to online stores to chiropractors yeah. to um cosmetic doctors to um, global companies that deal with hydraulic brakes to um, recruitment I'd love companies. to see their Instagram account. To not, it's not for profit. But I'm serious. Yeah, we have everything. a drain cleaner to a barber shop, like to mortgage brokers that are yeah, right. all using Event us for companies. social media yeah, services. Right. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that, you know, someone that's clearing drains wants yes. to be on it, but then they absolutely do because it's just part of that online mix of of engagement, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there was one thing that you wish someone had told you at the outset, mm -hmm. what would it be? Oh, there's probably a couple of things, but I think the main one for me, I wish I had started my business earlier. Yeah, okay. I had actually, uh, you know, the bookkeeping side of it and going back to that is that technology has changed our industry so much and I had to be at the forefront of mm. um, moving forward with that. Yes. So we use technology a lot in the business. So yeah. um, I sort of wish that I had engaged a little bit earlier in the business and started the Small Business Lounge earlier. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's all about timing and, and that sort of thing. But in saying that, I wish I had someone like me teaching <laughs> me 10 years ago. Yeah. Because, you know, I, even as a bookkeeper, I would sometimes just even struggle with my cash flow and my, you know, responsibilities and compliance. So, you know, I wish I had me 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense when yeah. you think about it like that, yeah, doesn't it? All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you It's been for brilliant talking us. to you. Yeah, and good luck with it all. Thank you. Thanks, Nat. Say hi to Chili yeah. for me. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Bankwest has a bunch of tools and calculators online to help your business succeed. Head to bankwest.com.au forward slash connect to check them out. This is Wish Someone Told Me with Nat Locke.
Thanks for listening to With Someone Told Me. It's been great to have you along the ride.